0: Hello friends. Welcome to the Thrive Forward podcast. I am excited to have you today. We are rounding out our sustainable investment series, and we are going to be talking about a couple of key topics on how you transition from that sustainable investment conversation, Really, how do you own that sustainability in your life? We know that truly living sustainable isn't just about doing one thing, but it is about making a change of how we live our lifestyle. And by no means in today's episode, am I asking you to do every single thing that we talk about, but maybe just pick one, one thing. We're gonna talk about how it intersects with your day-to-day life, as well as the impacts that you make in the roles that you play. So how do you do that in a giving strategy? How do you do that in a volunteering strategy? And how do you do that when you make a simple trip to the grocery store? So tune in to today's episode. And if you know somebody that could be of value in listening to this conversation, share it with them. That's how we continue to spread this great entertainment sometimes and education. So hit that share button, send it to somebody either via text or share on your social media. Thanks so much and tune in. all right so today we're going to get into the nitty-gritty and maybe not the true nitty-gritty of living sustainably so we've spent the entire month talking about investments and sustainable investments and kind of unpacking a little bit about what that looks like the history of it what it is and what it means for you as an investor and what is the future of sustainable impact from an investment standpoint so that's one really big piece the other piece that i think or pieces that I think are important are, what do we do in our day-to-day life, right? How do we make a difference in the world? So by all means, I am not a sustainable living expert. I try my best, I am a human. So yes, I still make mistakes. And yes, sometimes I still use plastic. Yes, sometimes I still use, you know, all of the things that maybe we shouldn't. Yes, I drive an SUV. I am not perfect. I am human. And I need you all to remember, too, that you are human. And we can't do everything perfectly, but we sure as heck can try to make a difference, right? So that being said, let's look at some of the things. I think the first and foremost is every week you probably go grocery shopping or go shopping of some sort. Uh, It's October. Last month, school started for most of the kiddos. And probably in August, you were doing some back to school shopping. So you find yourself in different retailers or online shopping for various different things. And next month, we're going to talk a little bit about spending as well as we gear up for the holidays and the Black Friday shopping and all those things. But what are the companies that you buy from. Have you ever thought about what their impact is? How about the packaging that you utilize when you buy things? Um, Is it plastic? Is it recyclable? Is it compostable? What are the elements that are surrounding the package that you are actually purchasing? And at the end of the day, what does that company look like? I think about it from a journey as you enter into the door the door of the store that you're shopping at, how are they sustainable? What is the impact that they're doing? How are they making sure that their their team is paid well? How are they making sure that their carbon footprint is smaller? How are they making sure that their waste is decreased? How are they promoting individuals and giving back to the community that they live in? I think we look at some of these companies as we walk in and you're like, oh, crap, I need all of these things for dinner to make this weekend because the in-laws are coming over. And it's it's one more thing. You're telling me there's one more thing I need to think about where I shop and what do I do? Well, if you truly want to live in a space that makes sense, yeah, understand who you're writing that check to, who you're making that credit card payment to. Who are the people that you're partnering with to make those transactions occur? It's not just what ends up in your cart, figuratively or literally, right? Whether you're online or legitimately in a brick and mortar store. It's what ends up in our cart and the companies that we shop and support. So do they align with the things that are important to you, right? I'm not here to tell you what is important to you, but rather for you to say, yeah, you know what? They actually do align with my values. Sometimes there are are, are places I don't eat at, and there are places I don't shop at because I know that their company values don't align with the things that are important to me. It doesn't matter how good their products are or how great their sales are. And sometimes it's really hard because I really want to eat that certain type of sandwich or shop at that certain type of store. But for me, it's a gut check. And I say, you know what? I don't really need that thing or that sandwich as much as I want to believe in the values that are important to me. So I I want to urge you, there's actually certifications out there that you can find from companies that are supporting things or looking at small business owners. Uh, Small Business Saturday is coming up. It's actually the Saturday following Black Friday. We'll talk a little bit about that in upcoming episodes in November. But there is actually a certification for companies. It is called the a B Corporation. So it's bcorporation.net and you can go up and look for certain companies i've got their website pulled up right now and you can find different companies that have gone through this vetting process it's an application process something that's important businesses have to go through it's actually a very rigorous process Uh, and at some point i really hope that uh, forethought can go through this process and we ourselves can be a b corporation but they're asking questions about like how do your employees get to work what um what does that process look like at work? How much paper waste do you use? How how are you making an impact in your community? What are what are the things that you are doing? If you're producing a product, what does that look like? So Lots of various different things go into this certification. It's not just something that you can apply to get. It's a process and it's a continual understanding of what you're making an impact for. So for instance, um, not that I'm endorsing this company whatsoever, but for one company that is a B Corporation is Tom's Shoes. So you think about it, you buy a pair of Tom's Shoes and someone else in an underserved country is getting another pair of shoes. And now you're doing good on both sides of things. Tom's Shoes had to go through more than just the fact that they're giving away a pair of shoes. How is their product made? What, um, what is their community or what is their company culture look like? Say that time, 10 times fast. Um, And their actual imprint to their employees and the community. How does it get shipped? How does, you know, like, there's all these different things that play into that actual qualification from a B Corporation standpoint. And then I think about like, okay, well, when you leave the store, how are you leaving the store? I am famous for this. I'll be stopping at the store and I will be like, shoot, I forgot my reusable bags, right? And so oftentimes um, you'll either catch me like carrying all of the stuff out or trying to make sure that I reduce as much plastic bags that I have um, that come into my house um, or find a way to reuse them. I think it's not just about that guilt factor. I think we can always have that assessed with us, especially in today's culture where everything's in front of us and everybody's doing these things and I have to do all of this and man, I'm a bad person if I don't do that. That's not the reality and that's not what I'm saying either. But what can we do um, to lessen our our imprint or reuse different things? So for one, uh, we've started to try to use um, different things in our house. So transition from once you leave that store, now you're going home and you're putting it away, right? Um, Maybe it's food, right? So, how do you put it in your refrigerator? What are the food storage units that you use? Is it reusable? Is it plastic? Is it glass? Um, as I talked about in a previous episode, I believe last month we talked about like what we put in our body and on our body, well, where we store our food too, has an impact not only for, um, ourselves as humans, um, and our health, but also the health of the environment. So what is it that, you know, is it a Ziploc freezer bag? Is it a reusable bag? So, uh, if, if you're at target, uh. You can see on an end cap, I was just there the other day and they've got tons and tons and tons of reusable bags. They're not plastic. I think they're rubber. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong. I might not have the exact ingredient correct on how it's made, but we utilize those and the girls really love it because they're more durable. Um, They even come in fun patterns and different things like that. You can throw them in your dishwasher and they're easy to reuse and you're not using the plastic bags. Now, don't get me wrong, I also still have some plastic bags for emergency things that we have to use them for. So again, this isn't just a be all or end all type of situation, but if we do wanna make a difference in the world, we just gotta think about how can we repurpose some of these things. Um, And I've had friends who even think about like, what are the things that are in your house? What are the chemicals that you use and how do they not only impact you, but how do they impact the environment? I think sometimes we too need to think about like, where were things manufactured and what do things look like? And I mentioned this again in a previous episode, we become so trusting as a society that things are going to be okay, right? And we don't end up questioning the process behind some of these things. And the reality is, unfortunately, we do have to question the process if we really want to understand the impact because there is a lack of transparency. On the last episode, I joked with Emily a little bit about the lack of transparency in our industry. Well, I think it's just a lack of transparency across the board when it comes to investing, when it comes to companies and growth, and how do we do those various different things. So when you look at your everyday life, I think you think about what are the companies that you're supporting by shopping at? What are the companies that you're buying goods from? within those companies? How are they manufactured? How are they um, packaged for your use? And how are you utilizing them in your home? And then what, is that, what does that throwaway look like? What does that mean to the end Like when you're done using it? What's the disposal mechanism? And what does that impact look like? I'd love to be able to transition not only just into this topic of what do we do with the things that we purchase, but also how do we give back? I think there are so many different ways that we can look at impact from a lifestyle perspective. It's not just where we buy things, but it's where we give. And I'd argue that it's not just giving money, but where we give our time. It's a lifestyle. I was standing on the driveway with my daughter last night and talking with some friends in the neighborhood. And we were trying to pick a date for something. I said, oh, I have a board meeting that night. I can't do that. And my daughter looks up at me and she goes, mommy, you do so much for the community. And she's eight years old. And <laughs> that warmed my heart that my little girl like recognized that I do so much. And my friend goes, well, and so you can do something else yourself too going forward. You can volunteer. You can do all of these things just like your mom. the reality is I know we all have so much going on. I don't envy you listener um, who is going through whatever it is you're going through, my friend. And it just feels like, I don't know if I can take on one other thing. So let me just caveat with, you don't have to do everything that I'm talking about today. But maybe just pick one. Just pick one thing, whether it's from a previous episode and looking at investing with your 401k in an impactful way and looking at sustainable investing. Maybe it's you're switching out the bags that you use at the grocery store. Maybe it's you are, you do have the capacity to volunteer and make an impact in a neighborhood organization. How are we looking at the issues that are going on in our communities? What is important? How are we making that impact with our time and our money? So just talking a little bit about time, looking for organizations that are really truly making a difference. And you can use um, nonprofit scenarios where you can find the ones that are actually really making a difference, both from a dollar amount perspective, but also from a volunteer perspective. Friends, I'm going to just stop myself here for a minute as we start to talk about living sustainably in this episode and we are unpacking all of these things and you're feeling overwhelmed and that overwhelmed feeling transitions into the feelings around money and being able to do some of these things and understanding whether or not you can. That's a common feeling. I want you to know that you're not alone. So many people start to feel uneasy when it comes to money. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to think about it. They want to know, though, that they're going to be okay. And my friends, the one way that you can understand if you're going to be okay is through financial planning. Sure, you can crunch all of the numbers and you can do all of the things, but really at the end of the day, understanding if what you're doing now is going to impact you both positively or negatively in the future is something that financial planning will be able to deliver for you. And friends, that is what we do at Forethought Planning, and we are here to support you in that aspect. So if you find yourself in that space today, take the opportunity to schedule your free 30-minute complimentary wealth assessment with me, where we sit down and we start to understand where are you at right now? What do you need from a guidance perspective? And can we provide some of those resources for you? Again, all you got to do is go to forethoughtplanning.com backslash wealth today. Now back to more sustainable living. So talking a little bit about the financial side of things and switching gears away from the element of the actual like time that you spend with an organization. I think it's always about, you know, what are you doing? Does it fit with your schedule and the things that you are passionate about? But when we start to think about where we invest our dollars, not just in our investments, but where we give our dollars, because I also look at that as a future investment. We're paying it forward for an organization to be able to do good. It's not just always throwing them at any 501c3 or charity that we can find. There's actually a resource on charitynavigator.org that I truly enjoy being able to look up and help my clients understand the organizations that they're working with. And talk about transparency, they are rating these 501c3s based on the transparency of their financials. So when you make a donation, how much of it is actually really going to the cause that you are trying to support? How much is it going to operations? How much is it going to marketing? How much is it going to other types of costs? And I think it's important as a donor or investor in these, Charities that we look at it from a perspective of what is the end goal with our finances? If we're donating this money, where is it going? Is it going to the improvements that these organizations are saying they are making? I think there are lots of different vehicles you can look at from a donations perspective. Of course, you can make a direct donation to any 501c3. You can also structure your complex financial planning to really include other aspects of it as well. So some of the hot topics right now around donor-advised funds and understanding how those might benefit you from a planning perspective. There are also plenty of ideas that you can do from an insurance planning and an estate planning piece where you actually truly name charities as beneficiaries of your assets. A donor advised fund actually takes money from your current investments and puts it into a fund Where you get to control it, it's still invested and you get the control of where it goes and when it's dispersed. You don't own it anymore from an accessibility to buy a car or a house or go on a trip. It's truly just set aside. That money is set aside for you to be able to do good with it. And, and choose those organizations, but that doesn't mean that it has to occur just in that one time or that one year. Over time, you can decide to gift that. It usually doesn't make sense um, for anybody to start one of those unless they're going to do it in a larger dollar amount to make it more sensible from a tax planning perspective. Again, we're not here to provide you tax or legal advice, but it is something that you can bring up in conversation with your advisor, um, either your financial planner or your tax advisor to be able to see if it makes sense in your area of planning. So if we kind of put a bow around today, we kind of talked about a lot of different things, right? We talked about how are we making an impact with the places that we go into. And I I challenge you to think about this every week as you go into the grocery store, or if it's a daily trip, um, like my dear mother who always made daily trips to the grocery store uh, instead of one big, huge shopping trip, as you go in, What does that experience look like for you? And what are those organizations that you are supporting? And then as you go home, what is that impact in your house? And what does that waste look like? What does that energy consumption look like in your house? What are the things that you're doing in your daily life to make a difference? And then as you transition into you as a person, how are you making an impact in your community with your time and your money? And if you don't have the time, that's understandable. But if you have the money, then you have the ability to also make a difference in a different way, utilizing resources like charitynavigator.org so that you can make sure that you know your money's going in a direction that is actually supporting a cause that's important to you. I know it feels like a lot, my friends, sometimes that we have to do all of this research to make sure that things are actually done the way we want to. But the reality is if we aren't actually in control of it, we do have to ask some questions. And although we want to be really trusting, I am one that gives trust out and takes it back when it's broken, but gives it out very freely. I think one or two times in our lives, we got to be a little bit more cautious and understand. I think around our finances, this is one of those pieces that touches every aspect of our lives. So if we aren't choosing the impacts that it makes wisely, What other areas of our lives is it going to impact? I talked about in our last episode how important this subject is for me as I think about our future. I think about our future, not only for myself, but also for my children. I'm a mom, and it is absolutely the most important title I hold in my life. Yes, even as CEO and wife to Jim Foreman, mom is very important to me. And I think about the future of my children of their friends, and of this world. And I know we are at a crossroads in our lives right now where we have the ability to truly look at and dig deeper and see what our impacts are. So my friend, I challenge you, challenge you to think about just one of those things if it feels too overwhelming to think about all of them. I'm not asking you to be perfect because perfect does not exist. I'm just asking you to make an effort, if not for yourself, for the next generation. They deserve to have a life better than the one that you and I have had. I know my parents believe that for me and I believe that for the next generation. So as I sign off this episode of the podcast, I want to say you are worthy of wealth and ask you the question, don't you believe that everyone else is as wealth? here are those of the participants and not those of Forethought Planning, Advisors Pride, or LPL Financial. All investing involves risk, including loss of principle. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. Securities are offered through LPL Financial a member of FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Advisors Pride an SEC Registered Investment Advisor. LPL Financial, Advisors Pride, Forethought Planning, and the guests of the Thrive Forward podcasts are separate and unaffiliated parties socially responsible investing environmental social governance investing has certain risks based on the fact that the criteria excludes securities of certain issuers for non-financial reasons and therefore investors may forego some market opportunities and the universe of investments available will be smaller